and welcome back to I Am Five with your host T O R Tur. And I got I got a special guest tonight. I got my baby sister Sarah. Not going to say the last name. <laughs> we we protecting our guests. <laughs> yeah. Say Hello, fans. I don't know what boys. I don't know what boys. I don't know what boys that was, but I'm gonna go ahead and rebuke you. I want you to do it again and do it in your normal voice, please. Alright, I got nervous, my bad. Okay. <laughs> no All reason right. to be nervous. Go ahead, say it again. It's Sarah. I don't know. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, so you introduced me. Hey guys, it's Sarah. Alright, Sarah, how are you doing today? I am doing fine. Alright, cool, cool. So this is like a B continues from episode three of Low Self Esteem. But before we get into that, I wanna ask you a question. I'm gonna ask all my guests. How are you doing? You know, today <laughs> I am fine, today. and I truly mean it. Okay. Today was a good day. I'm, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear. <laughs> today was a good day. Kind of feel like the Ice Cube song. And today was a good day. And when I have him in my head, I just know it's gonna be a good day because he's a person that don't give a fuck. And if you just go on life without not giving a fuck, it's gonna be a good day. So it was great. Agree to disagree. <laughs> at some point, when you start giving a fuck, you really start giving a fuck about everything, and you just kind of just lock yourself off from everything else that you're supposed to care about. Well, I wasn't trying to. Impl- I wasn't trying to say I don't give a fuck about everything because I'm human. Yeah. Naturally, I'm gonna give a fuck about things, but I'm just saying I'm not letting it bother me. I didn't let any issues I had today bother me and ruin my day. Okay, that's good. That I'm glad to hear that. So I got a couple of episodes under my belt already, but I am fine and I love it. You know, I'm, I think I'm doing an awesome job. You are. So I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions about the first two episodes. Then we're gonna get into the low self esteem, if you don't mind. So one of my first questions off my first episode, you know, New Year, New Me, uh, was called the title. I, I was very proud of that day. <laughs> I was like, I am the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so creative, yes. <laughs> so, but one of the first topic was, you know, what make a man, you know, what that find a man for, for you. So, you know, woman point of view, what do you think make a good man? What makes a good man is a man that listens and who nurtures whatever a woman may need. To feel loved. If we're talking about a man and a man and woman relationship, yeah. you know, because what makes a man is just you, just truly being you, and truly, truly being you. I hundred percent agree with you on that. One. I truly do, you know. But honestly, life is just a little different sometimes. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to be your true self sometimes. You know, because you always you you always been fearful of people. Not quite understanding what you're doing or quite understand where you're coming from, or and sometimes you're too afraid to be vulnerable. You know, that's one of the things. And then on my 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 second. But what can I can I mention something? When somebody's feeling like that, they -hmm. feel like somebody is not accepting of who you are or what your trait is. Sometimes I think as a reflection, I feel like you're not okay with what you are or how how you are reflected to other people because. If you are if you are good in your own stance, if you are true to who you are, it doesn't really matter how other people view view you. It's because you, the person that matters, accept it. This 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 is true, but you know, I think sometimes you always got that not not fearfulness, but second guessing. You know, but you know that's a topic for a whole nother day. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So you know, I just wanted your your definition of you know what make a man. So I, I think I think I think it was good. And then my next podcast was, you know, who are you? How to you know how to define yourself, you know? 
And then what, what what's one of the biggest keys you feel like a person should, you know, a, you know, help figure out who they are? Or was there any lesson that you learned that we were like, you know what, this is who I am and I got to be okay with it? So your question is, how did I find out yeah. who I am? No, well, you know, how do you find out was there like a point in time in your life that like something just clicked and you're like, you know, this is who I am? No, I think I've always fought for who I wanted to be. Yeah. I always saw a vision and was like, I want to be a, a successful woman. I want to be a great wife, a great daughter. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just act like I am already. Although I know, <laughs> I know I need some improvements, but that's just reflection, you know? So honestly, no. And, I, and it's always, revol- it's always changing. Mm-hmm. So who I am today I don't think I wanted to be this person last year. So, mm. you know. True, true, true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. We're always evolving. We're always changing. Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, so, to keep the part rolling a little bit, shall we? You know, before we jump into low self-esteem, you know, I'm trying to think of something as I'm talking. <laughs> uh, Okay, so, you know, there's a couple of information. I, when I started doing that I Am Fine podcast, I was, you know, trying to find nice little um you know like facts to to say about it mm-hmm. so there's a couple of interesting facts that i found out that i, I want you to hear i want you to I, like how you feel about it right okay uh one of the most interesting one i find men are three times more likely to commit suicides than females oh wow and definitely you- because the struggle of being a man from when you're born yeah you know it's it, it weighs on somebody but a female is taught you are you're supposed to be catered to. Yeah. And a man is taught, I, I'm assuming, Yeah. that a man needs to provide. That's a that's a struggle on your chest. It is a struggle on your chest, and it's kind of difficult from time to time. Yeah, so yeah. I, can see, I can see that statistic being, it's, yeah. not, it's not as frightening as you would think. Like, damn, it's like, makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, it is pretty frightening for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, you, thinking yes. about it, and I always, I always, I always said this: like, it's not because guys' life is a lot more difficult than females' life. I just think there's more outlets for girls to be more vulnerable and say how they feel yeah. than guys do. Because nine times out of ten, I always, always, always like to say this out loud: like, if a, if a, if a guy out there crying on the street. You might be lucky if one person stop and ask, but if a female out there crying on the street, you got about five, ten people going to stop and see what's very going true. on. But true. then I was talking to our sister, you know, Leanne, and she and she made a, a very valuable point about this, right? Uh-huh. Not saying all guys are wicked, right? But, you know, it's a safety reason. You know, a guy might be out there pretending to cry just to, you know, grab a female. Oh, the weirdos. Yeah, you know. There's the, a lot of weirdos out there. So you think that's, that could be one of the case sometimes when you might find a guy out there crying? Or- no, that is definitely a good a good assumption. Like, I would, de- yes, I, n- nobody's going to go up to a man that's crying and, and cater to them. Yeah. However, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, think that's the case. I do think because a woman is crying, they see that as, her being vulnerable and somebody's supposed to go catered because we're taught from young, like in my culture, to cater to a woman, mm-hmm. like to provide, to, you know, to to make sure she's okay. Versus a man, you just assume that he is okay. He's not supposed to be crying. I think is when you see a man crying is not the norm, so nobody's gonna feel like let me go cater to them. Honestly, when I see a man crying on TV, I laugh. Yeah. When I see a woman crying in the car, I say a little prayer. I don't go to her, but yeah. I say a little prayer, and I'm like, I hope whatever she's battling, mm. she gets through. Never in my life was I like, let me go 
You know, I've okay. never not laughed at a man not crying. Now mm. that you point that out, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's pretty funny to me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's okay, you know. No, no opinion is wrong on this podcast, you know. So whatever you say, you say. You know, ain't, ain't no wrong to write in this world right now. You know? But I just think is they don't. It's not normal to see a guy crying, so people are not gonna go and be like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" Cause you know, cause I I can't talk about all guys. I can know I can talk about my experience. Like a lot of guys say this too. Like we are taught not to cry. So to for a guy to actually be outside crying is like past that point of no return. Oh yeah, it's deep. Yeah, you know. A girl crying, you I yeah. see quite often in the car. I yeah. be crying sometimes. The song was so good. It was yeah. just Yeah, but you don't usually see him. I'm sorry. You don't usually see a man. You don't you don't have to say you sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, man. This you doing you doing a great job. You doing a great job. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into low self-esteem, you know. So there's eleven signs. If you listen to my um my, my previous podcast, I talked about the eleven signs and the things we should worry about. So if you heard my last podcast, so you know the eleven signs of you know you know lack of control, negative social presence, you know asking for what they want, worries and self doubt, can't you know accept um positive feedback, negative self talk. Fail, failure, poor outcome in life, lack of bouncing back, and pleasing others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, that was a mouthful right there. <laughs> I was going like halfway through. I was like, oh, I hope I make it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, those are the eleven signs right there for you know for somebody who low self esteem. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to get a little bit more detail about low self esteem real quick. You know, people are automatically think low self esteem is just an, a person. Thinking negative about themselves all the time. In the case, it's true, but at the same time, it goes a, a lot deeper than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it it's a whole lot of negative feed they had in majority of their life, and they actually started buying into it. You know, for instance, when a girl always think, well, you know. I'm fat, and I'm fat, and I'm fat, and I'm fat. I can't get skin, I get can't skin, and then eventually become fat because he like. I'm going to stop trying. I'm a fat ass. And you know, can I add to that? Mm-hmm. Some women have been fat all their life. And when they finally lose weight, they because they've had some self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. they can't see themselves skinny. They still see themselves fat. And even though they lost maybe 40 pounds, they're mm-hmm. still envisioning, you know. Yeah, the, 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 the fat. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing about low self-esteem. You know, yeah. people don't be like so many bad... Um, input they had in their life they just eventually just bite into it you know it's just you know they was like okay well this is who i am and I, you know i they stopped trying so i want to go on the forefront and say you know low self-esteem is a battle that nobody can ever win it's a battle on a day-to-day basis you really gotta like you really gotta get in you know who who said it the most um cat room said you gotta you gotta be into with your star player you gotta focus with them you know you gotta but I do think you can overcome low self-esteem. Hey, I, honestly, I really think it's always going to be there, though. I think it's I think, because it's a mental thing and you haven't you haven't crossed over whatever is causing this self-esteem. I do, like, I truly believe, like, going to the Bible, exercising, those are ways to get over self-esteem. As well as to not give a fuck about yeah. how other people see you. Sometimes when you're so focused on, let me not do this because somebody's going to judge me. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's something that's a you problem. It's not a, it's a you need to let that go because it's not. See, when you say that, you like, you need to let that go, right? You really think it's that easy to say, yo, you need to let that go? And me saying no. And me saying let that go, I'm not saying let it go overnight. What yeah. I'm saying is you have to gradually look at yourself and say, I don't like this. Mm. I am okay. I am fine. Yeah. You know? And truly, eventually, fake it till you make it. A lot of people see, tell see, that. See, see, that's my problem. This is why I made a podcast. I am fine. Why are we faking it till we make it? Because how do you know how you're going to, like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to start somewhere. There's a point in time you have to start and you have to build up, right? Mm -hmm. But honestly, I don't believe you can fake it. You don't don't need to fake it. You know? Like, uh, okay, like for for my What do you mean? What do you think I mean when I say fake it? Well, I mean like fake it. uh, Okay, maybe maybe we got two different definitions of fake it till you make it. Well, I believe when you say fake it till you make it, to to act like everything's okay, that you got everything covered. Like, oh, for instance, they say that you want to act like you're a millionaire, so you go out there and buy uh, like expensive-ass clothes, but you really don't got expensive-ass clothes money. Oh, I definitely... I don't want you to lie to yourself. You yeah. Know? When I say fake it till you make it, it's like, okay, right? I'm going to use exercise because that's just personal to me. Okay. I didn't know how to do a squat. I was doing it wrong for a very long time. However, I did that shit until I was like... I taught myself the correct form. I went out every day and attempted the correct form. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I legit was just fucking up. Sometimes, you know, I le- some, somebody had to turn around, turn to me and say, you're doing your form wrong. This is how I can assist. And I welcomed I welcomed that information because I was just out there faking it until I make it. See, here's the thing. I don't can tell that faking until you make you doing it. Yeah, you might be doing it wrong, but you still out there doing it. You ain't pretending like you're doing it right. So when somebody come up to be like, hey, listen, you're doing your form wrong. See what she said? I listened to it. I embraced it. Yeah. And I got better. Yes. Yeah. But no, but it was many a days I didn't want to do it. I, yeah. and it self-esteem. I, I, I did start working out because I had self-esteem issues with my, with my body. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even though I wanted to sit down and just be like, I am who I am. I'm, accept me for who I am. I still knew deep down inside, just get up and go. Like, get yeah. up and walk and get up and do something small. And I think that's what I mean by fake it till I make it. It's like, you know you don't want to do it, so fake it like you do want to do it mm. until you want to do it. I feel I just don't I just don't call that fake until you make it. Go, okay. Like, like, like I said before, maybe we've got two different definitions because, you know, we're mm-hmm. two different people, right? But <clears throat> I do commend you on that. that sometimes you do need that job. You do need to talk to yourself. Look, I know I don't want to do this, but I'm going to get up and do this. Yeah. You know? Because, like, take this podcast. Like, there's some days I don't feel like doing research. You know, I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like looking this up. I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like looking at, you know, new mics and stuff like that. But I, I got to do it. If there's a goal I want to get to in life. Yeah. I got to get up and I, and, I, and I have to do it. Do you think people sometimes fear failure? It's not about selfishness. See, it, it's, it's one of the signs right there. One, people fear failure because yeah. they, they, they're afraid of failing. And if, don't get me wrong, that's a big ass fear. Like you yeah. know what is on the line if you fail, yeah. but it's also okay though. Like sometimes when things don't work out, it works out for the better. Yeah. So you know what? I was having a conversation a few years ago with one of my female friends that we no longer friends, mm-hmm. and she's telling me about her ex boyfriend. She's like, "Oh yeah, it was a waste of time. I wish I never dated him." And I was like, "But you don't realize it's a lesson that you learn at the same time." Sometimes these lessons from these men you could have skipped. Sometimes you. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that. Like, you know. What, what I, I was, get it. I get it. What man. I was trying to say was that even though that you fail, you didn't come 
accomplish the goal, mm-hmm. that but you still learn from it. Absolutely. Even mm-hmm. even some of the guys you said, oh well, you know, some some of this guy could have skipped, but you know, when a guy treats you bad, you learn from it, and you're like, okay, next time a guy attempt to do some shit like that, I'm not gonna let that slide. Yeah. True. It's a lesson that you learn. True. Uh, when some, when a guy try to you know smooth talk you and they realize they just trying to get in your panties now. The next t- guy that do it like nah, bro. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. I'm not. Fair. I'm not. I'm not buying it. And like you know, the fear of failure should it should be a driving force and not a, a holding back at the same time. That for me though, turn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> for me, I definitely am afraid of failure. And you already know where that comes from. Yeah, yeah. I I, when I say I would not move on, so I would stand still before I fail, and I and that has made me fail. And he'd be like, "Damn, I failed anyways. Might as well try at least, you know." You know, and when you're talking about that, I bellow that every day at work mm-hmm. because sometimes at work you see me just like going in the background because somebody else would do it because I'm like hesitate to jump in because we you know why. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. I hesitate to jump in. It's not because I, I'm I'm afraid of failing. It's I'm afraid of messing up and then getting yelled at and getting yeah, mad and then I'm going to snap back. But you have to let that go. You know that's yeah. what I mean by like fuck them people. If you'd have messed up like you like in the relationship, yeah, she fucked up by getting with this person, but she learned her lesson. Yeah, get into the trenches, and if you mess up. I mean, that ain't a sin. You ain't yeah. going to go to hell because you made a mistake. So you, you might as well make them mistakes because they're not Jesus or God. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was mm-hmm. trying to say. Like, mm-hmm. when, when you fail, it's a lesson in it. You just got to learn the lesson. But sometimes when it, the lesson be so hard, you be like, Jesus, I just... Like, you could have you you just told me. You could have sent me a text, bro. I, I would have read it lesson. You right. Yeah. You right. And I think I learned that with my anger. But I had to get angry mm. a few times before I realized like you just need to just stop yeah. breathe and and then kind of things will always fall into place after i'm not angry anymore but yeah i know like I, I have the same thing i i like i have a feel of failure so sometimes i won't even try but i sit there and imagine like i wish i would have done it like yeah. like let's take this podcast for instance man when i was just i like i always love talking always love communicating with people. I always love to sit down and just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when the podcast started coming up on a daily basis, right? I was like, this look like a good idea, but I don't think I'm good enough for it. Until I called one of my friends from the Raw Dog King. Um, What's his name? I always messed up his name. Drizzy. Henny Drizzy. It's his nickname on Instagram, right? I gave him a call. I might have a few questions about you know, doing the podcast. Because you got a podcast. He'll like, listen, bro. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. If if you fail, you fail. Well, who who gonna get mad at you? Who gonna say anything else? And that is a model for life. Yeah. If you are gonna sit back and fail anyways, you might as well try. Yeah. At least so, you can say you tried. Yeah. So that's why I was like, no. Now I said, but like he's right though. Yeah. If this don't work out. All I got is an extra mic in my room. And you see how it builds your self-esteem because mm. now you went out and you tried something new. I think that is when somebody is battling something like low self-esteem, you need to go out there. Or even not low self-esteem, you're just in a place of confusement, of confusion. Mm-hmm. Go out there and try new things because new things open up your perspective uh, that you thought you may have never had before. Yeah, You know? So... Yeah, like the you know fail or failure. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes it can be a a driving force because you you refuse to fail. You gotta go, but don't mm-hmm. let that hold you back. No, yeah. And then I I think another thing that also you know h- held me back, and I had to learn the hard way. You know, 
you know, uh, I gotta stop, you know, I gotta take positive feedback. Oh, okay. Because sometimes, like, somebody will say something, like, when I started the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, my sisters, you know, the, y'all was like... I'm a yeah. part of the crew of the sisters. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I said you, my <laughs> sisters. Okay. <laughs> Man, y'all were telling me I sounded so good. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I remember having a conversation with you because you was the first one that, that, that texted me, oh, you doing a podcast now. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I just did it for the fun of it, but, you know, I gave you a call, like... And so, what you think? You're like, man, you sounded so wonderful. I'm like, I sounded good. I don't, I don't know, cause I heard it. I did. I felt like I ain't sound too good. No, you're like, no, no, no. You sounded awesome. I'm like, really? Voice for radio. You have a voice for radio. And like mm-hmm. that right there, it was it, it was hard for me to accept because you know how you got a you got a voice in your head, and then when yeah. I record, the voice in my head is not the same as the recording. So I'm like, I don't know who this person is, <laughs> but me and him need to have a conversation. <laughs> So it took me a while to accept some, um, you know, positive feedback. Uh-huh. But it, I think, you no, know, I personally think it was because I didn't have a lot of that growing up. Oh wow! You know, it, yeah. it, it was it was mostly a whole lot of, you know, stories that I don't want to tell on the radio because it'll, it'll paint somebody out as being a bad guy, and I'm trying to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was a whole lot of, you know. Neg- negative feedback always towards me. Yeah. So I started biting into it like, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't that good, I ain't you know. And it takes me a while to realize you got to bet, you got to bet on yourself. You, you, have you can't, to. you can't sit back and let somebody else make it. You got to do it. And I can also say, because sometimes positive reinforcement, like some had and some didn't, it doesn't always do you well. Sometimes it can coddle you or make you feel like. When I say positive reinforcement, like, okay, if somebody is like, just because they're your son, you're like, oh my God, that's so great. That's so great. You have to be honest, I do believe, with somebody as well. I'm not saying negative. I'm not saying you was trash. But if you were trash, I feel like you should be able to say in a more, in a better way. Yeah, I, I feel you. Because I, I definitely don't want to do that for my kids. I, de- I don't want to be so like, oh my God, you're so amazing. You're so great. I, I, want, I, I want my child to be honest with their feelings. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you can do it better, then do it better. Yeah. Not so much. I don't really care what I feel is because it's not my life. I live my life, you know. Yeah. I just I want to guide you into life. But I, sometimes I do think like ne- positive and negative, positive reinforcement is just as bad as negative reinforcement can be sometimes. No, depending on who's doing it. Okay. No, I think it's not depending on who's doing it. Depending on how you do it, because it's one thing to actually sit sit down with somebody. But listen, okay, you want to be better. This is what you gotta look out for. But I still think you're doing an awesome job trying and you're doing it and to keep that going. But if you want to take it to the next level, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Other than somebody saying, you know, you. Kind of trash, homie. Exactly. Like, we don't want those people yeah. around us. Like, if you're going to tell me I'm trash, like, damn, you could have said it better. Yeah, you know? but... But if my paper was trash and you're like, hey, you know, this could have been done a little bit better. Or I don't think you put your maximum effort into it. I think that's okay, too. I think mm. that feedback is, is needed. Yeah, no, no. Like, like feedback's always welcome is, is how you do the feedback. But the problem is with not accepting positive feedback, no matter... How many like awesome job that I think you did or I think you doing? For instance, a paper, right? You know, you give me a paper and I'm reading. Them, I'm like, yo, I think this is awesome. Mm-hmm. You're doing an awesome job, and you like, nah, I misspelled this word right That's here. Me all the way, I, though, yo, right? I, I I missed this dot right here. Yeah, it's like 
my attorney tells me all the time, oh, my God, you should be an attorney. Oh, my God, you would be great at this. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't do that test. But, yeah, I'm not really good at this. And I'm not really good at negotiating. And I do. And and I guess I, I had positive reinforcement in my life. I just think that's something that I battle with. It's just like I always want to be better. I just knew something. If I do something, I could have did this better. Again, maybe it comes from childhood trauma. Yeah. And I never thought about it until we on this on this talk on this um podcast. podcast. But I I do not take positive feedback very well either. Even when people are like, oh my god, you're so pretty. It's pretty in my head. I'm like, in fact, because yeah. I used to get that all the time when I was younger. Oh my god, you're so pretty for a fat girl. So I don't even like comments yeah. like that. No, the thing is, the thing about is about, about that too. Like I don't take pot. Like I don't believe when somebody says something positive towards me. I just think they're trying to be nice. You know, like, you know, I remember like people, you always say, oh, yeah, you know, you're a very good looking guy. Really? Why are we not dating that? Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 here's my, I got a question. <laughs> I got a question. He was the only lady that hooked me up with your grandchild. Like, what, what's going on? You know, want me in the family? Like, you say I'm pretty. I feel you, right? Like, like I, I have a bad, like, I always feel like people trying to be nice. You know, and then when somebody tell me something negative, I take it more to heart. But like, that's yeah, you yeah, you know, that that's the truth right there. You know, one, you, you know, you're not that good looking of a person. You, know, you right, bro. You right. Damn. But the thing is, the thing is, right. Mm-hmm. The positive feedback is more true than the negative feedback because sometimes the person who give you the negative feedback is just trying to ruin your day. No, yeah, definitely. You know, they like like I said, like it's getting bad and everything, but you also gotta realize. Where that feedback coming from and where you think it's coming from. You know, for instance, like let's say that um, you know, me, you know, I'm not the biggest, you know, bookworm. You know, I, I you know, I had a little bit of college, but I ain't really go too far and you went a lot further than me. Now if you give me a piece of paper and I'm reading, I'm like, Sarah, this is awesome paper. Now, that feedback, you better dial down a little bit. Because my art, you, you don't want about four or five pages. Yeah. And my awesome, I'm, I, I want to get paid past one. <laughs> you know, but then again, from somebody who's been in college and been in your shoes, and be like, okay, well, sir, you did a great job. But this, I got a yeah. lot of negative feedback in college, though. Like, when it came to political science, one person was like, if you can't do this, then why are you, like, in school? And I guess I'm not going to say it fueled me because I definitely fell. And then, and then I was like, okay. Okay, I definitely failed, right? And then it was me and was like, I decided to be like, fuck them people, bro. Even yeah. if I fail, I need that goddamn degree to go to law school. Yeah. Even if I am not good. Even if I am, I get a 2.0 in my GPA. I just need that fucking paper so I go to law school. Yeah. So, I definitely, that, that, I remember it was one teacher. Mm. He was just, I stopped going to that class. I paid for that class. I yeah. was like, fuck you in this class. Because he yeah. was just like, you're not, he was like, you don't know how to read at a college level. Like, why are you here in this class? Oh, I am not no more. Anything <laughs> hey, about a big brother? Anything about a big brother? I don't, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. You would have came back and in tears and what happened, boo boo? <laughs> Man, this teacher said, you know, he, I can't do this. What's the teacher's name, boo boo? <laughs> he don't know, Mister uh, Such and Such. So I would have went to that school. <laughs> I would have shut down that whole goddamn building. I would have walked in the class. I want you to look at me in my eyes right now. The next time my sister come in this motherfucking classroom, I don't give a fuck what she did. She belongs here, sir. You want to know something, though? Uh. I was not reading at a college level, though. He was absolutely right. He was 100% right. Even though, because when I got back into school, yeah. it was another professor who actually took the time out and been like, this is how you, you're, pa- you're passively, he said, passively reading. You're not engaging in the, 
in the story and then that's when he started teaching me about like little tricks and stuff and mm-hmm. I was like oh yeah I'm not reading the college level. <laughs> I, yeah, but, I, but that's the thing. That's the thing with me, right? When somebody who's trying to be blunt and sometimes they might think they're doing it from a good place. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to save her money for not coming back to her classroom. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're telling her that, you know, you garbage. You know, instead of being the other than, like, okay, listen. Let yeah. me see him now, though, B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My career at a college level now, yeah. B. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no, I definitely need the help, though. I definitely. That's why I was yeah. struggling. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes mm-hmm. when somebody give you bad feedback, they're not doing it from a good place. They don't want to help you. They just want you out their way. And yeah. I could have been a nuisance to him, though. Like, maybe yeah. he had a plan and I didn't fit it. That's okay, because yeah, I But, I but still, help. I'm sorry. If you want... I, ha- I guess I have a picture of ed- uh, educated somebody who wanted, like, you went into p- this profession to want to teach Not kids. college, though. Maybe high school, maybe, but college? I'm sorry. Professors you... don't give a fuck. They be like, you want, I got my degree. Why are you here? But I don't still, need to be here. But still, there's a job that you chose to do and you don't want to help out the kids. I mean, if I'm, a, if, 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 say in the future, I become a professor doing podcasts and I'm trying to teach, I'm not, if a, if, if a kid comes to me and be like, well, I, I'm never going to do no research about my podcast. I'm just going to ring it. I'm most likely to be like, you know, listen here, man. This is why I do, you know, this, this, and that. Other than being like, oh, well, if you ain't going to do no research, you sitting in the motherfucking corner. You just wasting my goddamn time. But you will bring value. To, I think both professors mm-hmm. brought value to me. Even though he said it like, why are you here? Yeah. I still was introduced to an issue I had. Mm-hmm. Although he may have not done it right. And I just... And it, I, it, I had to do self-reflection. Mm. And then this other professor who took the time out, and I'm not saying he was like, come to me every day after school, but when he realized, like, I'm not reading to my full potential, he took a time and, and gave me hints that I needed to take and take mm. on. I do believe, though, like, that professor who said it, he was a really good professor. Like, he was, he was in philosophy. I, it was a philosophy class. So I just feel like maybe he just expected his students that are in a, a philosophical class to read at a certain level. Yeah. But at the same time, I do. He was wrong on how he said it, but value-wise, I definitely got value from both professors. Like, when I think of my college experience, I think of both of them. I don't know. Man, man, once again, we live yeah. two different lives. <laughs> I and, guess, I, yeah. and I'm more of a, you know, watch how you talk to me type of person. You know? And I'm more of a, let me just take the meat, leave the bones. Go ahead, Crystal. Me and Crystal was the one day, me and, me and my best friend, we was mm-hmm. on the phone. And that's who I went to, and that's who I vent to. When I have low self-esteem, I have an outlet. I have my sisters, I have my best friend, I have my brother, I have my family that makes me feel better. So one day, me and Crystal was talking, and I was crying, and my I, my feelings was hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. what it, has, it was about school. And, and she was just like, sometimes, Sarah, think of it like a chicken. You just got to eat the meat. Just take the value of the of the nutritional things of the wings or the mm-hmm. meat or whatever and leave the bones that's trash throw that away like if somebody's giving you bad bad feedback it's not oh my god they yelled at me it's like okay you yelled at me but what what you said when you were yelling has value and i'll just take that i don't have to fuck with you no more yeah. fuck you the trash you're gonna be over there but i'm gonna take what you say and i'm gonna just take it at space value and go about my business i, I, I feel you on that one like i like i said me and you two different type of person mm-hmm. It's always what what what's what she said to me. I know what I think it was from the person who who we're not going to say names to. Mm-hmm. Always always talk to me any type of way that that person felt like it. Yeah. But nobody else could talk to me like that. No, you don't talk to me any type of way. I don't care how messed up I am. Like I mean, a couple of times with my boss, I had to be like, hey, watch watch how you talk to me. Don't talk to me like that. Like yeah, I fucked up. 
you know, I messed up, my bad, right? And tell me how I messed up. Let me better myself. But don't call me an idiot. Don't come out sideways and like, man, watch your tone. How'd you talk to me? Because I ain't gonna let that slide. And always to me, always to me, it's always how you engage in in somebody to get get a point across. Yeah. Because I always feel like if I have to yell at you or call you by the different name or say that you're worthless, that shows that I really don't. I really don't know how to talk to people. Because honestly. How I'm, I'm going to listen to you if I don't sit down and actually have a conversation with you? If I, if, if I want you to be your best self, mm-hmm. right? Getting your best self sometimes. Like, people do stuff in different ways, rappers. Right? I honestly believe for me to put you in your best way, it's not calling you anything else. It's sitting down to you and pointing out, okay, this was going on, this one need to change, and this how we're going to do stuff from now on. Mm-hmm. It's not about... Oh, I can't believe you did this. You man, and then you did that, and then you did that. To me, if you yell at me like that, I don't stop listening from after the first word. Yeah. After the first year, I'm just gonna sit here and just watch you. You, you yeah. got all that out your system. You done now? I holler at you. Yeah, I'm not even talking to you no more. Yeah. You know? but, the, but the professor didn't yell at me, mm. but he definitely was. He definitely was like, and I didn't come to him asking for help. He was really curious, curious as to why are you in this class and this is not something that you can do. Yeah. Maybe he was coming from a place of concern, but he definitely was just like, you're not. Yeah. Where you think you are? Yeah. I just, you know, teach. And that made me. That comment made me be who I am today. And now I can take this. I can read passages in the LSAT and understand what it's saying because two people. Was just like you're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, just, you know, I like like I said. Yeah. But we, we got off topic a little bit. Yeah. You know, positive feedback. People can't take positive feedback. Another thing I feel like we have to talk about a little bit is asking for what what you really want. And that's yes. another thing that I struggle with because half the time I'm in the background. I I take whatever's there. Not me. I I like honestly for real. Like I remember um talking with my sister right. Uh, you know, my dad bought me some shoes that I personally didn't like. Mm-hmm. And my, my, you know, my sister was like, you know, take it back. Get the shoes that you want. But I'm like, eh. I'm going to go ahead and just wear the shoes. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to wear the shoes? You don't like the shoes. But, you know, you know, he took the time out and, he, you know, I wanted something that, you know, I, I care about it. You know, so I'm going to wear it. But honestly, deep down inside of me, if I really have to answer that question, you know. I, I take what is there, you know. That's always been like that. Always been my life model. Like I had to adjust to everything else. Like, but you're older now. You don't have. You had to adjust when you were a child. Yeah. You don't have to do that as an adult. But you know, sometimes unless you learn a child, it's hard to unlearn as an adult. Without reflection. Yeah. Like you see how you're reflecting back and you're saying, "Damn, Sarah, this wasn't right." Yeah. It's because did you ever have a reflection moment before this? Like I, I think sometimes because I don't. I sit back and just take what was given to me you know i don't i don't yeah. like that shit i will i will figure it out on my own before i just sit there and take what you give me now when i say like i take what you give me like whatever um like a gift no no more like how life treats me and that's yeah. her if you just sit back and just life Life is hard. It's not yeah. going to do you any favors. Yeah. You have to grab that shit by the balls and be like, this is what I want out of life and I'm going to go get it. See, yeah, that's one of the lessons that like I'm recently just learned because before it was like, life ain't easy. Exactly. I just got to make it. I just got to keep going. I'm eventually going to get better. And then it just dawned on me. Well, I, I got to make it better. You have to yeah, make I it gotta better. Yeah, I got to make it better. So I got to turn around yeah. and say what I want and go for what I want. 
perfect analogy, right? So when I first started working out, it mm-hmm. was because I wanted to teach myself, look, Sarah, you took an hour out your day to go work out. Take that hour and study for the LSAT because the LSAT was, that is something that I battle with. The mm-hmm. shit is hard as fuck. It's not made for people who was just taught the SATs or, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck we took in high school. Yeah. Right? And it was, I was like, and for a whole year, I worked out. You think I opened up my fucking LSAT book? I was like, Sarah, you didn't work on that. How are you going to get better at something that you didn't work at? What you worked at was working out. Mm -hmm. You made time for that. So you excelled at that. You can't excel at something that you're not even practicing. I I see. I see. That's how, once again, even though we grew up in in the same household, right? We got two two different, two totally different personality because mm-hmm. i will work on one particular thing until i'm blue in the face <laughs> until i'm perfect and then what else matters <laughs> you know yeah. you know for you know like okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna say this you know i i recently learned a lesson a few years ago i ain't, ain't gonna get too much details right mm-hmm. you, you know i got per i got poor reading skills right so, you know, I had to do something. It was a shot in my face. And then, yeah, I felt bad about it. I cried about it. I jumped back up. And then, it, it and like, my brain just, like, it switched. It's like, okay, we feel bad. We cry. Okay, yeah, that's out your sister now, bro? Okay, mm-hmm. now how we going to pass this? How we going to do it? Mm-hmm. And my brain just switched. And I was like, okay, let me go ask for help. All right. How, what what do you think the best way to do it? You do it like this, 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 this that. Okay, and I'm like I made time. I was like, uh, I had to do it. And also, you know, I think that came from sports. Yeah. Cause when I want to play basketball and I want to be good at basketball, I was at the court every, every day. day. Like half half the time, it's like we're one at the basketball court. I uh, you know, I went out there every day. Some days by myself. Some days with a group of friends. Yeah. You know, I worked on my jump shot. I worked on my. I like I went at it every day. And I don't know if you remember this. Remember, I used to play baseball. Mm-hmm. Me and Dad used to go out there every day playing. And you, mm-hmm. I mean, one lesson I had to learn the hard way, right? Cause one time I got hit by the ball, right? And then like after that, you know, you, to, you get hit by something. Next thing, next thing, you know, they throwing the back at you. You flinch a little bit. So you know, my father was like, "Well, you got to start flinching." I'm like, "Okay." He'll like just stand in the box. Okay, I'm standing up. Hit me with the ball. Boom. Yeah, uh, and the next time he did, I flinched. Like, don't flinch now. <laughs> and he did it again. Uh-uh. Okay, I just, I, I took it until the next time. You know, I'm in the box and the, and the ball come towards me. I said, and he was like, see that 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 that's why we got to do the the hallway. So in your brain, you gotta realize the ball gonna hit me, but I ain't gonna die. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I like I learned that. And I remember every time I try to do something, and that's I guess that's why I'm really not afraid of failure. I'm just afraid of you know. Trying and failing, cause once once I'm in it, I'm good with like, okay, I'm gonna stumble and fall, but it ain't gonna kill me. Yeah. I don't keep going. I'm gonna study. I'm gonna study all night because yeah, I'm. I can see that with the podcast too. Yeah, because like when I'm focused on something, I'm gonna do something. That's all I. That's all I worry about. That's all I think about. I got. I got tunnel vision. None, none in the else world matters. Yeah, you know, like I try. Like one of my biggest problem with this podcast now is finding time for everything else. <laughs> because it, like I, I been, I been like in, it be a group of us talking, and the idea for the podcast pop in my head, and I pull out my phone. 
That's entrepreneurship. Yeah, bro. and then someone, hey, yeah, you still, oh, yeah, my fault. Hold on, let me write this down right quick. Okay, what happened now? What we were saying? Oh, five dollars for lunch? Okay, I got, I got it. And I'll be at work. I'll pull out my phone. One, get off your phone. Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> One minute. Um, done, sent. Okay, what happened now? I need you to be off the phone. Big boss with that. Well, he could fire me. I don't care. I, okay. I, I need to get this done first because if I forget, I forget. <laughs> and then for the next two, three hours, what did I say? <laughs> How I want to do this, yo? Because I remember when I was driving to work this morning, I was thinking about how we're going to do this podcast. Cast, right, and I'm like, no, I'm going to do it like this. And I got to the job shop, I parked my car, I walked out the car. What the hell did I say? <laughs> and I pulled out my phone. I'm like, try to remember, Ted, try yeah. to remember. But yeah, like, you got to write them down, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I done forgot the topic. <laughs> I know, right? Wait, no, asking for what, what you want. Oh, asking for what you want, yes. yeah. So, one of the biggest things people have to learn when, when you want to do something. You can't let the and the no too like ask for what you want and even the, even though they say no all you need is one yes like I it was a quote out there that was like even if you get a hundred no's all you need is a hundred and one if you get that yes then that's all you need you know my favorite quote is with the guy who who invented the light bulb mm-hmm. what was his name Benjamin Franklin don't don't let me lie to you okay good don't lie to me <laughs> <laughs> I don't want nobody frack chef later on like oh they both was wrong right. So the guy who invented the light bulb, right? He he it, it took him a thousand tries before he got it right to invent the light bulb, right? Uh huh. And somebody asked him, "Well, what you learned?" He was like, "I learned I learned a hundred." Wo- Thomas Edison in, in, in invented the, the light bulb. bulb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Edison. He he was like, "I learned a hundred ways not to invent the light bulb." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's I was, a good one. I was good like, one. "Yeah, yeah." Like I I learned a hundred ways not to do something, yeah. but I, I got it though. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's a mental thing. Self-esteem, I always want you to remember, it's something mental. Because mm-hmm. usually, when you're in the world, nobody's thinking of you. They're thinking of themselves. They're mm-hmm. not thinking, damn, damn, look at that fat girl over there in the gym trying to work out. No, nobody's saying that. And if you are, you're a dick because I'm at the gym and I know that already. Yeah. But it's like, people are so self-absorbed that they are worrying about what you're saying and mm-hmm. you worrying about what they're saying. And it's just like, Nobody gives a fuck about nothing, really. It's just all in our mind. It's a mental thing. It is. It is. It comes from trauma. One thing I had to learn about my low self-esteem, right? That I think I'm the worst one talking about myself. You know? Like I said, you know, you know, poor confidence. Mm-hmm. Poor outlook. I always think like, man, I want you trash. You ain't doing it. You ain't going to make it. Then it clicked on me. I don't think nobody else is saying that. I'm over here being defensive for something that nobody else is saying. It, they're not. And I even read the... I was reading the Bible the other day. Mm. And, of course, I can't remember the verse I was reading now. But you have to be kind to yourself. Like, yeah. you're not supposed to speak... The tongue is strong. Yeah. Even when you're, thi- when you're thinking it, when you're saying... Okay. When you're saying it, not when you're thinking it. I'm sorry. It comes into flourishing, for, if that's the word. Yeah. You manifest it, is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. speak nice to yourself. Even if you're doing something wrong, say, change the narrative and say, I am going to, and then whatever you're going to, you're going to succeed at it. I am going to pass the LSAT. I am going to do, a, I don't know, squat. 150 pounds. Never. Never in my fucking mm. life do I ever want to squat 150 pound weight. But apparently in the gym world, people mm. like that shit. Yeah. They like to squat heavy machine. No. The lifting yeah. world. 
But if that is something that I want to do, I can't have that negative thought like, bitch, I'll never want to do that. No, no, Sarah. If this is something that you want to do, speak kind unto yourself because it's going to manifest. Write things down. Yeah. Because it's human is a human trait to talk. It's, it's common for humans to just think so badly, to be so negative towards one each other and each other and themselves. This is true. This is 100% true. So, you know, low self-esteem, you know, it, it, it's a battle on a day-to-day basis, but it's a battle you can win. Absolutely. It's a battle you can win. And on know. that note, that's how you drop the mic turn. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, it kind of throws me off when you say it like that. Like, ah, now I don't lost the rest of the thought. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good one. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, low self-esteem is the day-to-day battle that one day you will win. But don't don't forget, you know, every day is a lesson, every day is a journey, and we keep moving forward. So this is, you know, I am fine. This is your boy T.O.R. Tur. And with my KSO Sarah. I'm not going to say her last name. <laughs> it was a joy talking about self-esteem, and I really do hope who listens. And if you battle with self-esteem, just talk kindly to yourself and do new things and just enjoy who you are because honestly other people enjoy you too mm. and let's say it's not the person that's immediately in front of you but somebody in this world enjoys you yes this is true you know so i got a couple of platforms i want to take out real quick i got turd talk on my instagram and um tiktok i'm gonna post videos and things like that i got a twitter i think it's tur or turd talk twitter <laughs> You know, I I kind I made it last night, so the, the the name ain't stuck in my head yet. <laughs> you know, and um, check out my um turd talk. You know, I dropped a new epi- I dropped a new episode yesterday with um Sean. I'm SW. I, I keep tripping over that. He some, gonna kill you. He, he really is. He really is. He gonna call me yo. Stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so yo, uh, we talked about Dale Devil in my last um podcast on turd talk. You know, and um. I am fine. I'm going to release this tonight or probably tomorrow. It depends on what time I fall asleep. It's going to be the, uh, a continuation of part, you know, episode three. So this will be episode three, part two. <laughs> I'm probably going to drop another one on. I'm t- my next topic on I am fine is fear. And we're going to get into that with my homie Chico. You know, half of the Raw Dog Kings. And shout out to the Raw Dog King. Go take a listen. It's on Spotify. Raw Dog Kings. Hilarious. And the good guys, the good guys, the home team. Guys support the home team, you know? Always. You know, so this is your I Am Fine with your host, T.O.R. Terry, my guest. You know, Sarah won't say the last name. <laughs> and it was a pleasure. Uh, and I thank you. I thank you for coming. And I'm going to have you on for an, um more episode later on down the line. You know, this isn't the last you're going to hear from Sarah. You know, not going to say her last name. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good night, guys. We love you. I remember, I, you know, not being okay, it is okay. <laughs>